1: We have Tony Javier on the line tonight. And Tony, I, I've been looking forward to this conversation because you're going to be bringing what I would consider an old school concept to marketing and finding these discounted properties. But before we start, I really want to make sure that everybody heads over to realestatemasterstv.com uh, for more information because... There's even a video on there that's a brief video that kind of summarizes what you're doing there and it's frankly i'm just finding it quite fascinating and i'm going to start things off by asking you the big question you're talking about advertising in real estate and advertising on television to find these discounted properties. How did you come around to this niche because I know you've been in uh real estate investing now for like 20 years?
2: Yeah. Great question. So yeah, I've been in the business 20 years. Um, actually 2005, I had that vision of doing TV commercials. So I did TV commercials for a few months, had no idea what I was doing, did it on my own. Uh, and after about three months I was getting some leads and I'm like, you know what? $3,000 a month was a lot to me at the time. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to shut it off. Well, right when I told my rep to shut it off, we ended up getting a nice profitable deal and I still got cold feet on it and I, and I stopped doing TV. So that was 2005. So fast forward seven years later, um, a buddy of mine who I'd just met, I'd probably known him for six months, invited me to come play poker. And so I, when, when I went to go play, I noticed a guy that I'd seen on TV and he, he had a construction company and that's, that's what he did. And he, and, and so I, you know. I had that kind of celebrity, kind of like, ooh, ah, I'm playing poker with this guy on TV kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I just started picking his brain and asking him, like, how did you get on TV? Like, is that doing good for you? And he's like, man, we get so much business off of that. It's insane. And he's like, I have a guy that helps me do that. He's a media buyer. Why don't you get in contact with him and he'll take you through the whole thing? And, you know, maybe it's for you, maybe it's not, but I think that might be cool for your for your house buying business. So long story short getting in contact with them within I don't know maybe 60 days might have been 30 days I don't I can't remember the time frame had a TV commercial on the air my media buyer found the the right stations he uh, negotiated really good rates for me produced the commercial it looked 100 times better than my my previous commercial that I did on my own and within the first month I you know $3000 again spent uh, I spent the first month popped a $35,000 deal and the rest is history. Nine years, it's been the most consistent form of leads. It's something that not very many people are doing. Um, it, I mean, I, I've got a, I've got all these things that I can go through, and I'll, I'll try and touch on some of them here in a little bit. But, um, but yeah, TV's just been great to me. You know, everybody's doing direct mail and cold calling and texting and, and all of that, but really nobody's doing TV. So that's why I like to talk about TV. That's why I like to help real estate investors. Uh, get on TV because it's a blue ocean. Uh, not many people know about it. And if they do know about it, they don't know how to do it. And I feel like over the last nine years, I've been able to, um, I don't want to say perfect it, but, you know, I, I know what works, what doesn't. I know, you know, what TV shows have worked really well for me. I mean, I pretty much over the last nine years test and tracked it, track a lot of different things and uh, feel like I've kind of got it down to a science.
1: Mm-hmm. So you you've already touched on it a little bit now, um, but uh, it sounds you, you've mentioned that it's the most consistent form of lead generation. Is that one of the the benefits of of doing TV commercials?
2: Yeah. So I I have many benefits, but for the lack of time, when someone asks me about the benefits, I, I narrow it down to five. So I'll just give you five real quick benefits of TV. Um, so the first one is credibility first and foremost. Um, if you think about all of the big brands that, you know, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of them you've seen on TV and a lot of them are big brands because of TV, right. You know, um, I compare it to like frosted flakes, Tony to tiger. You're great. You know, lucky charms, magically delicious. Like they have slogans, they have brands and you wouldn't know about them if it wasn't for TV. So now you walk down the aisle and you look and you see the cereals, you're probably going to buy one of the name brands you've seen, you've seen on, on TV. And those name brands are no different than the ones are at the bottom that are generic, but people pay more for them because they feel like they know and trust them, right? So it's mm-hmm. the same thing with real estate. It just builds so much credibility. Um, in fact, we have people that get our postcards that say we got four or five other postcards or whatever the number is, but we called you first because we've seen your commercial. We know you guys are a legit company. We don't know these other guys. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's just that credibility that, 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 that TV gives you, uh, in the celebrity status. So that's number one. Um, so number two, little to no competition. I think I kind of mentioned that already. Not many people are doing it. So, um, so that's something you can get in front of your, uh, uh be the first over your competition, um, to some of those deals, as opposed to fighting over those same deals, Um, that people are on, um, you know, everybody's lists, right? Um, Three, it's high ROI, right? So, you know, last year we got a 10X return on our money. And when I say high ROI, I always like to touch on what I call ROT, which is return on time. Because like last year we spent, I spent myself three hours max on my TV last year. It was basically shooting two new commercials, and meeting with my media buyer a couple times just to go over mm-hmm. our schedules and, and things like that. Other than that, it's set and forget it. So very high ROI, but very high return on time as well. Uh, so number four is it's very automated. So that, I kind of already touched on that, but you know, once you get, you know, once you do the work up front to shoot the commercial and you air it, once it starts working, you don't really have to worry about it. You know, you look, I look at my numbers every. Uh, month to every quarter, just depending. And, you know, as long as the numbers are staying consistent over a three month period, then I don't worry about it. I don't, I don't do anything uh, unless I just feel like I want to test like this year's our, our 20th year in business. So I shot a new commercial for uh, being, being in business 20 years. But other than that, I could air the same commercial. I think I've aired the same commercial uh, for about two or three out of the nine years that I've, uh, that I've been doing TV and it still produces. So very automated. And then number five is, um, it helps you with other forms of marketing and has other benefits outside of just direct return. So, um, I mentioned direct mail. Um, another one is private money. If you, um, if you raise private money, that's something that will be much easier for you to do. I've actually had someone um, contact me and actually walk into our office and say, hey, I want to invest in real estate. I see your commercials. I want to invest in real estate, but I really don't want to fix and flip. Like, what are the other options? So within about a 12-month period, I or excuse me, I turned them on to private money right away. Within a 12-month period, him and his family had about a million dollars invested with me within about a 12-month period. And they still continue five years later to invest in my deals okay. today. Um, So there are many other benefits that I could go on and on about, but I like to talk about those top five because I think those really Mm. touch the surface on how TV can help real estate investors in their game. And it just totally sets you apart from your competition.
1: Yeah. You know, it's funny you brought up the credibility because I, gee, it, it was probably a year ago. I had read somewhere about there's something psychologically that you being on a screen there, it adds credibility. Like to 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 the average person, there's something about seeing you on a screen. I, I would even imagine that you probably get recognized in your local market if you're even in the grocery store.
2: That's interesting. That's where I get recognized the most. And the interesting thing is, I live in San Diego, California now, and. Uh, the market I invest in is Wichita, Kansas, which is where I was born and raised. So I was able to, luckily, uh, get my team built out where they do all the hard work for me. So I just work a few hours a week in that business now, and I live in San Diego. So when I fly into Wichita and I go to the grocery store, I mean, I have people all the time. You're the TV guy, or you look familiar, or, or you know, they just strike up conversations like they know me. And it's like, who, who, you know, would you randomly talk to a person in the market? I mean, some people do. But most people don't randomly just go up and talk to someone in, in the in the grocery store. Uh, but that happens all the time when I'm in Wichita. And it's, you know, it, you know, I pay to be on TV and they act like people pay me to be on TV, right? You mm-hmm. know, that's how that's kind of the celebrity status that that you get, whether you pay to be on TV or not.
1: Yeah. Just to remind everybody, if you want more information on this, make sure you head over to realestatemasterstv.com. And, uh, I know that, uh, you also have a podcast, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Real estate masters podcast names are very similar. Um, so yeah, I've been running a podcast for, um, not quite a year yet, uh, quite a year now, but yeah, just like, I think we've had some of the same guests on, on, uh, on our shows and have a lot of the same network. So,
1: yeah, no, definitely subscribe to that. And if you do me a favor while you're there looking for his, uh, podcasts, uh, Give me five stars so that uh, it helps uh, helps both of us a little bit. So, you were saying that this is automated. Are you when you uh, start putting out the this ad? Do you find that uh, Do you find that there's any ebbs and valleys, even seasonally, when you're when you're producing these commercials?
2: It's not really seasonal. Um, you know, like for instance, you know, we did, um, we're, we're, we're filming this in, in February, January, we did four deals uh, off of TV. Um, so $5,000 ad spend will bring back over hundred grand in return, right? Um, February, I don't think we've done any uh, quite this year. We're not quite at the end of February. Um, so I don't think it's necessarily seasons. It's, you know, we may pop four or five deals in one month off TV and then, Next month one, next month three. I mean, it's not really. I don't think it's 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 seasonal. Um, but just like any marketing method, it's ebbs and flows. So I can't see see here and say I do three deals, four deals consistently, consistently every single month. If anybody said that about any marketing method, um, there might be one or two that that are a little more consistent, like cold calling and texting, that are very labor intensive. Um, but for the most part, when you're doing any mass marketing, I mean, it's hard to predict what month you're going to get deals and what, what month you're not going to.
1: Sure. You know, uh, you and I, before we hit record, I was asking you about like some of the online video services and like, do, do some of these advertisements, uh, hit that. But now that I start to think about that, that's likely not the audience you're after. I mean, a lot of the people that we're talking to are still, Watching broadcast television and in the in the local markets and listening to the radio.
2: Yeah, all the shows we hit are local stations that are going to be local stations in every single market, most likely be on most networks. So, um, you know, Cox Communications. Um, I think Spectrum is one locally here in California. Um, YouTube TV. I think Hulu even has local stations now, if I'm not mistaken on on their service. Um so is if as long as it's a local station we'll um I mean we're there. Um so so you know obviously Netflix doesn't have commercials and things like that but anything that has um that has um local networks we're there. Sure.
1: You know one of the things that I think is would be the one of the harder things is that if I if I was somebody that came off the street because in another life, I used to sell radio advertising. And if somebody came knocking on my door looking for radio time, they're always going to get the highest rate, you know, because I was, you know, instantly going, okay, that's, I got, I got a fish. I'm I'm ready to, to, to have a big sale here. Uh, how do you prevent that from happening? Like what, yes. what should be, uh, what should be, how do you pursue this type of thing?
2: yeah, that's a great question. so when i when I first did it in two thousand and five, I didn't know what a good rate was. so I, um, I I'm pretty darn sure I didn't get near as many commercials in two thousand and five as I got in two thousand and twelve because my media buyer uh, is the one that negotiated all the rates for me. Mm-hmm. So just like you said, if I w- went into the station, they would give me their you know their their highest rate. And then maybe I can negotiate from there. Whereas a media buyer goes in and he goes gunslinging and says, hey, what kind of rate can you get my client? Because I need to get him good rates so he gets good results so that he keeps buying because the media buyer gets paid from the station. Mm -hmm. And so um, the last nine years, my media buyer has been instrumental in making sure that I'm getting the best rates that I know about any kind of specials that are going on. And so when I um, when I teach my students how to do it, not only do I teach them everything I know about TV and give them all of the background and all of the behind the scenes stuff, but I have my media buyer work with them as well, which streamlines the process dramatically and gets them better rates. So if someone were to go do it on their own, they'd probably spend weeks, if not months, going to different stations, getting different rates. And you know how it is. If you go to a, di- you know, all four stations, five stations, whatever you go to, they're all going to tell you they're the best. They're all going to mm-hmm. tell you what, you know, what they want, what they want you to do. Whereas if you have a media buyer on your side, it's kind of like the difference between representing yourself in court as opposed to having an attorney, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can get away with it, but chances are you're going to have better results if you have someone on your side. So the media buyer has been instrumental in, in doing that and for all of my students.
1: Sure. So as is, you, you mentioned uh, that uh, this really kind of supports your other marketing efforts. Like in this case, you you send out yellow letters as well. Is there anything else that you typically do in conjunction with the TV ads?
2: Yeah, we do a lot of things. TV is the where we spend the most money by far. Um, we spend just a little bit of money on Facebook retargeting and, and Facebook ads. That's been hit and miss. We kind of go back and forth on that. Um, Google pay per click. I that's just consistent. I spend a thousand bucks a month, and we get, you know, two or three deals a year off of it. I'm guessing, um, maybe a little bit more in some years. So, um, so that's that's low cost, decent return. Um, we we we're on and off with direct mail. We actually stopped for two years. Um, we just started again, and it hasn't been producing very good results. So we may end up shutting it off again. Um, we've done some cold calling. Didn't like that. Um, we've done some text texting, um, and it's very labor intensive, but it's been good returns. We've gotten a few deals over the last, you know, six months or so since we started it. So it hasn't been horrible. Um, so yeah, we sprinkle a lot of things that, you know, get us onesies, twosies here and there, but you know, I love TV cause it's, it's uh, it's much more consistent and I didn't even mention this, but it kind of has to go with high ROI. But it, when you look at TV leads, they're, they're more um, first of all, they're higher quality leads and then there's less competition. So you should be able to negotiate better deals. So we find that our best ROI and the best profit margins are off of TV leads. Um, cause again, like if you go on direct mail leads, chances are someone else hit that list and you're maybe competing. If they go on Google pay, you, you know, go on Google and they find your pay-per-click ad chances are they're interviewing three to four other, uh, people. But whereas when you hit them on TV, Before they're thinking about selling, and this is what I say on my commercials: is if you've been thinking about selling your home, give us a call, and that kind of triggers in their mind. Well, you know, I was thinking about selling six months from now, but I, you know, I'm thinking about it. Let me. And people have said that before. Well, you said I'm, you know, I'm thinking about selling. I'm. It's going to be six months from now, and either we've gotten deals way earlier um, than when they were looking to sell, or. They at least call us first, so that when they're looking to sell three to six months down down the road, my people can follow up with them and hopefully be uh, on their radar before they contact anybody else.
1: Hmm. So when somebody starts this type of marketing campaign, like uh, I can see a lot of people trying it. Like you even said, initially you you tried it and then just kind of let it you stopped and then and then saw somebody else being successful at it. Like what, how long do people have to typically let something like this run to to see some some reaction or some behavior um, from this? Because I'd have to say that you it, this is likely something you'd have to be pretty consistent with.
2: Yeah. So it, it all depends on, there's so many different factors, right? It's, um, you know, I encourage everybody to be in the commercials or some people don't, don't want to be, and that's fine. Um, there's the message, there's the branding, there's the feel of the person, there's the size of the market, there's the budget compared to the size of the market, um, that someone has. So there's so many different factors, but you know, I've got, um, you know, I've got student, I just did a testimonial with a student today. Um, he's, he's, um, he's only been doing it 30 days now. He's gotten 51 leads. Uh, he's got two deals under contract that are going to net him, uh, at least 50,000 or right around, 50, no, just under 50,000. And he's got one other deal he put under contract that um, he p- could potentially make another 40,000 on. So he's got 40, uh, excuse me, 48,000, I think the number was in his first month and then another 40,000 from another deal that he's potentially gonna close. And he's got other deals he's following up with that he said five of them could potentially pan out. And that's in mm-hmm. the first 30 days. So, so that's a very good success story, right? Um, I've got another guy in Lexington, Kentucky., um, he's done um, uh, in his first two weeks, actually. um he got two deals under contract, made thirty grand. And I haven't even talked to him the, the, the last two weeks. So he could have gotten another deal too since then. But, you know, first two weeks right out of the gate, made 30 grand off of his off of his commercials. Um, so those are those are fast success stories. And I, mm-hmm. I myself popped a $35,000 deal in the first month. Um, they gave me 10 times my money back just in the first month. So it can work very fast. But what I do is I like to under promise and over deliver. So what I tell people is... If you can get your money back within a three to six month period, that's a total win because you've hit a ton of people in that period of time. And if they're not selling now, they may sell down the road. So if you can even break even within the first three to six months, I don't want you to, I don't want that to happen. I want you to have a three to five to maybe 10x return in the short period of time. But like I said, I like to underpromise and overdeliver. So even if someone doesn't get result in three months, that fourth month it might start popping. Just like I told you in 2005, you know, I stopped after three months, the fourth and fifth month, I could have gotten maybe two deals a month moving forward from from that marketing. But um, but to your point, yeah, it's a patience game. So, you know, even if you do have a great first month, the second month may be slow the third month, but then the fourth month may pop again. So it's definitely a long-term play, uh, does ebb and flow, but I like, I love seeing my students get success in the first month. It's really exciting to me.
1: Sure. Well, so I know this is a pretty loaded question because I'm sure it depends on the market, but like what would somebody typically have to budget for something like this?
2: Yeah. So the guy that I told you uh, first two weeks, he only spent 1850 in the first month and he got two deals that, that made him 30 grand. Uh, the, the other gentleman that I told you about um, that will have a $48,000 month, potentially even more based on the other deals he's going to follow up with. Um, he spent around 7,000, um, uh, somewhere between seven and 8,000, uh, in that month. Uh, but he's in two markets. He's, he's in, um, two markets that are right next to each other. So on the low end, if you're in a small market, you can get away with two to $3,000 in a month. Um, so if somebody's new in the, in a smaller market, we can get them on the air and start getting them results. And then if you're looking at a bigger market, I mean, you know, there's some markets we recommend not spending less than ten thousand dollars a month, just because you can't get you can't get the frequency you need uh, in a big market with less than ten thousand. So yeah, you're right; it's market specific. But I would say, you know, if you look in that three to ten thousand dollar range, um, that's typically where most markets are.
0: Sure.
1: You know, I, I I mentioned when we started that a lot of the people that listen to our sh- my show is is very new to real estate investing. So they're always trying to wring every last penny out of their marketing dollar. So if you had to do this all over again, would TV be the first place you'd start?
2: Depends on my market. Um, I mean, the short answer would be yes. um, Because I've done, well, actually I take, so when when I got in the business was 2001. So phone book was big for me back then, right? So that was my big first marketing place. So um, if you asked me back then phone book was the highest, I think I was getting 20 times the return on my money until, you know, obviously it started phasing off. Um, but right now I would say absolutely. And there are people like, for instance, I had a student yesterday, um, shot a, 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 a t- her TV commercial. She's investing in Milwaukee, Miss Wisconsin, because she can get more ad spend for her money and do more deals. And she has boots on the ground there, but she lives in California. Um, I've got a gentleman that lives in Miami, but he's, he's marketing in Cleveland, Ohio, uh, Tampa, Florida, and Orlando. Um, so I guess what I'm getting to is, even if someone lives in a big market, like wholesaling, you can do anywhere in the U.S., i talk to people all the time that are doing um, deals in other markets and this is something that is so scalable in other markets because all you have to do is change the phone number and the domain on the commercial plug it into that market and with the help of my media buyer he can he can get rates uh, rates for you within about a week in that market and have a schedule together and have you on the market within or uh, on the air within a couple weeks Um, so short answer to your question. Yes. If you're in a big market, I would say find a smaller market to maybe do TVN. If you're in a small market, then you can get away with two to $3,000 a month. And, you know, if you get one deal within the first three months, to me, it's worth it.
1: Sure. So, you know, I always like to leave people with a couple actionable items, like something that they can, they can implement and make some changes like right away. So if you had to get into real estate investing, fresh for the first time. Is there anything you would have done different that, uh, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, right?
2: Yeah. So I'll give two different answers to that. I'll give the answer to what I see most people doing. And I see a lot of people spending a crap load of money on education. Like I'm talking about, you know, anywhere from $10,000 to 72. I know one person that spent $100,000 on their education and coaching and setting up their LLCs and all this stuff. And they'd never done a deal before. I mean, if I could have taken that hundred thousand and, and, and put it in TV for them, I mean, they could have been getting deals and leads right away and, you know, been coached through the process of, 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 you know, converting those leads. Right. So for someone that has money and they're looking to invest it in a, in a bunch of money into education, I think TV, I mean, obviously I'm biased, but I think TV is the way to invest it. Um, as long as you um, have either someone that can help you do the deals or you can know how to do the deals yourself, right? So that's what I recommend for other people. So for me starting out, not only TV would have would have been a great thing, but just getting mentorship, getting guidance, right? So, you know, JD, I, I believe you have a mastermind. So being in, in masterminds, is, is incredible. Um, I, I run masterminds. I, I buy into masterminds. Like I think that is one of the best things you can do because masterminds are not only, uh, as good as, as investing in coaching, but it's almost like you get the advice and the experience of dozens of people in the mastermind, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not just one person you're hiring to get their perspective. Um, surrounding yourself with the best people. Um, so so really, it's just people in general. It's getting in the right masterminds. It's getting the right coach if you hire a coach. It's hiring the right employees and just get, you know the right contractors, just the right people. You just have to have the right people that you surround yourself with and that you um, trust in and that that bring you up to a higher level. Because if you have the wrong people, they can bring you down. If you have the right people, they can take you to the moon.
1: So, well, with that being said, make sure you check out uh, Tony's Mastermind, if you go to remmastermind.com, you'll find that information. I know that you uh, there's an application process to join that group, right?
2: There is. There is. Um, right now, I'm doing something very special. Um, but yeah, they can, they can go and apply and, and take a look at it. So a lot of it, what I've done in the past is experienced in investors. So I have guys in it that are doing 30, 50, 100, 100 plus, even up to 500 deals a year. Um, So it's a very high level group. And recently I opened it up to newer investors that can actually listen in on those masterminds and still be a part of it. Um, Because what we do is we collaborate. It's like, hey guys, you're doing a ton of deals. We're all doing a ton of deals. What's working for everybody? What's not working? Who needs a device? So it's almost better than um, then, then coaching, like I said, because you get to get this, get to see what everybody's doing and just take those nuggets away and implement in your business. And I love running the masterminds, you know, and I get so much every time we have a mastermind call and there's always things that I'm implementing from those calls. So.
1: Right. And then again, remember to head over to realestatemasterstv.com if you like more information regarding, uh, running TV commercials. And I know that your team, will almost do everything and er- anything and everything for them, including creating scripts and buying, buying those slots and establishing the schedule. And, you know, if, if you really want to, you could just hand it over to Tony's team and for
2: complete automation. Right. Absolutely. It's almost turnkey. Yep.
1: Almost turnkey. Well, I really appreciate your time. Um, and uh, this was very insightful. I hope we can chat again sometime. Um, I'd love to pick your brain around uh, your mastermind sometime.
2: Sounds great, JD. I appreciate your time and thanks for having me on. Well, thank you.
0: This has been the REI Mastermind Network. You can already tell that we've made some changes and a few more are on the way. If you are interested in what we have planned, head over to patreon.com slash REI Mastermind and support the show today. Financial contributions are always appreciated along with a like, share, and review. It really helps us grow and reach more people with this valuable information. See you next time, and tell a friend.